T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This podcast is sponsored by Freedom Mortgage, dedicated to veterans and your homeownership needs. Visit freedommortgage.com forward slash CBS Vets, NMLS 2767, Equal Housing Lender. This time on Vet Story, we'll find the connection between a TV actor and veterans, between a hip hop pioneer and the Navy SEALs, between a breakfast cereal. And an award for American cultural achievement. My father was in the Navy, my grandfather was in the Army. You think veterans should get taken care of? Hip hop star and actor LL Cool J will receive the prestigious Kennedy Center honors. It wasn't the first time a U.S. president opted to skip the Kennedy Center honors, but it was the first time that politics were the main reason. I don't think it's necessary to take political shots at anybody. I don't think it's about that. I think the music and the art and the choreography and the songwriting and all of that speaks for itself. And that's what the night needs to be about. I remember the generation before me telling me that this music does not count. There is no harmony. There is So it's not music. They don't even play instruments. There's And I think that art transcends, you know, all of the partisanship and all of the back and forth and bickering. And Time reveals what's great, right. what's classic, what has merit and what doesn't. LL Cool J has shown, I'm a classic American original. No, no, did gym. you touch that arm? I have, Gail, I've yeah. already touched him. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Ladies, right. ladies. So there, see what we did? We stitched together an actor that's being fawned over by Gail King and Nora O'Donnell on CBS This Morning recently, <laughs> and it would take a guy playing a former Navy SEAL to achieve that. Of course, we're talking about LL Cool J. Now, I wanted to talk about the significance of LL Cool J on the American pop culture experience, and I didn't have to go very far. I went down the hallway to the legendary hip-hop station in Washington, D.C., WPGC. And there, each and every morning, I see my boy, Joe Claire. Joe Claire Morning Show host. And in the Washington, D.C. metro area, may I also say, a budding real estate mogul. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> that, too. Last time we talked about um, Neil and Stan, I think. We talked a little bit about yes. the NFL. Yes. And, and I like bringing you in because you provide a, sort of a commentary and you provide a perspective that I just don't get in cool. the newsroom here. Cool. And today, newsworthy story with LL Cool J receiving his Kennedy Center honors. You, of course, helm the almighty WPGC hip-hop yes. station in Washington, <laughs> D.C. And uh, it's an iconic station in D.C. Yes. It goes back, you know, for those of us around the country that aren't familiar with what we got going oh, we've on here. here forever. Yeah, yeah. PGC is it, and PGC has been breaking artists and actually involved in the hip hop soundtrack since I, having grown up in DC, uh -huh. was yeah. a kid. 
And Ever since when, with, with the emergence of this new music and new culture that was hip hop, PGC was right on top of it. From right. you can go all the way back to Curtis Blow and. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar Hill Gang Yeah 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 those. Rapper's Delight Right Yeah you go all the way back To Rapper's Delight PGC was right We were there mm-hmm. And we're still You know we're still uh, Marching that march And the reason why I want to bring you in Because uh, I'm judging By the little salt In your pepper there mm-hmm. And the beard We're about the same age Yeah we're around the same age <laughs> We're in that fourth decade Yes indeed And uh, thinking back The significance of LL Cool J Receiving this award I, I want to kind of Frame it with you first In, in, in how I'm seeing it as a veteran, I know he didn't serve, but I was right. curious to hear an interview he did with CBS this morning. And uh, in it, he talked a little bit about his family and about how he feels about veterans. You know, when you think about it, my father was in the Navy. My grandfather was in the Army. I do think veterans should get taken care of. Yeah. You know, I also should think they should be put in harm's way for the right reasons, yep. not the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a, there's a whole big conversation there. And most know him today from NCIS Los Angeles, where, where he plays a former Navy SEAL, Sam Hanna, who's like a surveillance specialist or something, and he monitors his field agents, and he helps them fight crime, and he runs around and kicks everybody's ass. There's no telling what he may or may not do, and I don't think that he's really concerned with obeying the laws as much as avenging the death of his wife. Sam Hanna is not in hiding, he's hunting. And to clarify, he's hunting you. There is a gray area there. And sometimes, you know, people cross that line. And he is definitely over the gray line. I mean, it may be going rogue to the to the viewer or to the person looking from the outside, but the character is just doing what he does in order to be able to live with himself. What's funny is my mom only knows him from the TV show. That's doesn't hilarious. know Mama Said Knock You Out. Doesn't that know so the funny music. To me. You know, that's a 75-year-old so little white lady, too, you know? Well, here's <laughs> the thing. She has a lot in common with this new generation because they know they only know him from the television show right. as well. When you point out, if you're in a club and you point out an LL Cool J song to someone from the new generation, a, a millennial, and they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, that. you know the guy? From who plays the seal. Right, right. This is him. This is how he got there. This is how the whole thing started. So it's it's mind blowing. So your mom and the millennials have a whole lot in common. <laughs> and what's funny, I also have to do the same thing with Ice T on Law and Order exactly. too. My mom's like, he's so funny. That, that sort of what what we're talking about, you know, we, we we brought it up this morning that LL Cool J is receiving a Kennedy Center honor. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I specifically remember. In 1985-86, a then very popular Bill Cosby saying that this music would be done in two or three years. Did he say that? Oh, I'll never forget it. He said that music would be done. He said, because you kids will not be 50 years old. Popping and breaking and rapping and all of those kinds of things. You just right. you won't. How how are you going to look at fifty? <laughs> and here we are. LL Cool yeah. J has to be approaching fifty. Oh yeah, I was going to say. I believe he's forty nine. And right. while you and I aren't necessarily popping and locking, oh, I still do. The mu- <laughs> oh, I still get down. Do you I still st- popping? I look yeah, at that. Yeah, I still do. I get down. I show my kids all the dance moves. I mean, they're a little slower now, but <laughs> they're the dance moves nonetheless. So the significance. You know what you can't see right now is he's wearing parachute pants. Yeah, too. right. I mean, that's really the. That's what I'm scared about. No. <laughs> Fat laces in my shoe. The 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 significance of that is that um, you know hip hop, which was considered 
not I, re- I remember it being it's just noise mm-hmm. right there is no harmony there is so it's not music they don't even play instruments there's no instruments it's yep. not music it does not count I remember the generation before me telling me that this music does not count right now we're talking about a rapper turned actor receiving a Kennedy Center honor right. And he got honored. Who did he get honored with? Lionel Richie. He was standing there next to Lionel Richie. Now, let, let's put this in context. Right. The same year that LL Cool J is having I Can't Live Without My Radio. Right. is the same year that uh, Lionel Richie is having Dancing on the Ceiling. So he's doing the best Fred Astaire that he can do. Meanwhile, LL Cool J is as street as he possibly can be. Right. They're the same place. And now they're both getting honored. The same night for the Kennedy Center honor. Now I might be off with the the years. No, but of, in the same era, same certainly. era, yeah. exact same era. So the significance is the significance is that's a, such a such an American story. Mm. If if we if we can make it real, it's such an American story because if we can name anything else in America, it was subculture first, right, and then it becomes mainstream, and then it becomes classic. Classic. There are classic rock and roll stations. Sure. And, and we can remember all the tales of rock and roll was the most vile music. If that man shakes his hips, we're all going to hell. Elvis. I mean, yeah. They wouldn't let Elvis on the uh, uh, Ed Sullivan show. Or please, yeah. if you do, don't gyrate. Right. Please oh. don't gyrate. Only show him from here up. Now, Elvis has a, a stamp. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis has a stand. It's his face, though, not his ass. You know what I'm saying? True indeed. True indeed. So, what I, I guess what we're getting at is that you know, um, over time, time reveals what's great, right? What's classic, what has merit, and what doesn't. You know what I mean? And LL Cool J has shown um, that you know I'm a classic American original. Mm-hmm. He, he, you can't go anywhere else in the on the globe and find an LL Cool J. No. He could only have been made. In America, in the eighties, and 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 does everybody know what LL stands for? No, no, I do, I do. Ladies love Cool J, right? Cool James, yeah. Because at the time, at the time, he wanted like he didn't want to go by his real name, which is like James Todd. James Todd Smith is his name. Yeah, he's like, there's no way I'm going out as a rapper named James Todd Smith. <laughs> It's just, it's just not happening. It's not cool. I'm Cool J. I mean, it might have got him on the Bill Cosby show for a brief second, exactly. but other than the Theo Huxtable kind of brother, he exactly. wasn't He wasn't going to really sell many records with that name. Yeah. Not at all. So he went with Ladies Love, Cool J, and boom, yeah. here we are years later still calling him LL. Yeah, you're we right, still, right. We still call him LL. Which is what's funny. He's The credits roll on NCIS and mm-hmm. it's LL Cool it's J. LL and, cool I mean, J. I love how he kept it and he didn't revert back I'm not, to I'm you know not his. Using Todd. Yeah, I'm yeah. not James Todd Smith. I am LL Cool J. It's incredible to me. Yeah. It's the incredible. other thing I wanted to touch on, and I think it's only noteworthy because you and I again were sharing this shared experience of listening to LL as we came up. I mean, right. from the time I was in like seventh grade, I mm-hmm. remember the artists like LL Cool J, Run DMC, yeah, um, a Public Enemy, yes. Um, I guess what I like what I like about what he did and you throw the beasties in there and that really just snapshot shows it what LL did was for guys when I was 12 13 years old rap wasn't a black or a white thing it wasn't a city or a street thing or a suburban thing 
it was this thing that we just loved. And I think it was a very telling statement and maybe almost an example of why he deserves this award because he didn't just make a culturally specific kind of music that stayed in one area. Right. It was like what blues did to rock and roll. Exactly. It's what R&B did to top 40. It's it, it brought about so many different kinds of people listening to it that when you had little white kids in a suburb outside the major metro where I grew mm-hmm. up that were as passionate about, you know, legs the 80s revealed tall, heels small. tall uh-huh. said she liked <laughs> the, the ocean, ocean. <laughs> <laughs> when we started cranking that up in our bedrooms that that cemented it into being something bigger than just a musical genre it was but a it was cultural a, shift it was and a way what, for white and kids and black kids to do the same thing the the significance of that is that rick rubin was there with russell when russell started this whole thing so mm-hmm. you have rick rubin who was a white guy yeah who who could see who fell in love with the beats, the DJing, the whole culture of hip-hop, who said, okay, listen, I don't care how you feel about it, Russell. I know how I feel about it, and I know how white kids are going to feel about this. Right. You can't understand that, Russell, because you've never been a white kid. You don't know how this is going to play out. And Russell's like, whatever, man. This is for late nights, in the club, blah, blah, blah. Rick Rubin's like, listen, add this guitar riff to it, please. And watch what happens. And you think and then, that's why? Well, I mean, it, that was part of his the, initial tracks feature some kind of guitar. It was part and, of the formula. Yeah. It was part of the, that Def Jam formula. If you go back to the Beasties, you go back to um, early Run DMC records, some LL Cool J records, even some Public Enemy records had heavy. It had heavy oh, metal. Yeah. If you think about it, you had heavy metal drums. Right. The yeah, yeah. You know, there's a they're almost sounding like heavy metal drums. I mean, the, take uh what is it, Run DMC's King of Rock. I mean, King that rock, is a that, rock song it's all a, the way. It's a guitar yeah. and drums. No, even not even and a and a and a boom 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 That's a that's a here's the thing, you can't play that in the club. So the same club that he that Run DMC is coming out of. You can't play that in the club, but you can walk that down the street to the radio station uh-huh. and get that played. And when that hits, then all the kids who couldn't come to the club are now tuning in. So what is this mm-hmm. sound? What is I don't I don't know who made the sound. Right. I don't know if he's black or white. I don't know what this guy is saying on top of it. But however, this is what I need in my life. Yeah, that beat is tight. I love it. I and love it. We then you go were... next door and you, your best friend's like, have you heard this guy LL? And of course, this, we had this cultural explosion. Mm-hmm. It blew my mind when I'm sitting there <laughs> one Saturday morning, and I'll never forget it, when I saw Fred and Barney Rubble doing a commercial for Fruity Pebbles with the Kango hats <laughs> and the gold chains. What, really? Yes. It was a Saturday morning. Fred and Barney was selling Fruity Pebbles dressed up like Run DMC, and this had to be, this was in the 80s. Right. This was in the 80s. My my head exploded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My head completely exploded because me growing up in a, what we'll call a hood. Sure, (laughs) sure, sure. What we'll call a hood. I don't know how this music is taking over. I know that I love it. Right. I know that I listen to it all day, every day. I see it showing up on MTV, but I don't know if the country is really... You know, loving this. And then the next thing I know, here come Fred and Barney. You watch me get Fred's Fruity Pebbles. 
Who are you? I'm the master rapper and I'm here to sing. I love Fruity Pebbles in a major way. He loves Fruity Pebbles in a major way. The bedrock yellow, orange, purple, lime, and red. But to get the fruity taste, I got a trick friend. Fruity Rudy. This wasn't like late night on a Friday. This was Saturday morning. And that's back in the era when we all got up Saturday morning Saturday, to watch cartoons. Well, Saturday morning was yeah. a was a was an engine. Yeah. It was a big commercial engine at that point in time to get you to watch, get the kids to watch, get mom and dad to buy. Therefore, you're running the most uh, culturally acceptable things or even some of the new stuff. I was going to say the newest culturally relevant things. You remember those cartoons, Josie and the Pussycats had to play music in the middle. Uh, Scooby Doo. They say, played Scooby-Doo, music Doo-Doo. in the middle. Where are they you? always had a song. It was a lot. Jabberjaw. Remember Jabberjaw? They had a band. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're taking go, me back. That's- I can go on and on and on. Now I had grown up watching every episode of the Flintstones. Mm-hmm. I knew mm-hmm. that the Flintstones was an offshoot of the Honeymooners. You understand? So I'm. Right. We're going now. We're talking. You're taking Jackie Gleason. Right. So now in my mind, you're taking Jackie Gleason. And putting him in a gold chain, <laughs> you're taking the cartoon version of Jackie Gleason and Art Carney, right. putting them in gold chains and Kango hats so that they can look more up to date and relate to the kids mm-hmm. and specifically relate to suburban kids. Right. Whose moms and dads are buying tons of Fruity Pebbles. To get the Fruity taste, he's got a trick red. Barney. Just let's a rip. Most Fruity Pebbles cereal. Part of this nutritious breakfast. Yep, but double delicious. And the suburban kids are relating to a format and a genre that does not even really look like them At anymore. All. It is, mm-hmm. you know, it is the boys and the girls from the urban experience exactly. in the inner cities, but the kids in the burbs are craving that. They need it. And oh my God, they need it. Like like your it, Fruity it, Pebble it. moment, my aha, was Aerosmith. With Run DMC. And Run DMC yeah. and Walk This Way, and they combined that, and I just was like, this is everything I love. This is it. I mean, now, this is just Let it. me do the flip. I had no idea that Aerosmith had a record where they were rapping on it. You know what I'm saying? I had I had heard of Aerosmith, of course. Right. I'm a kid in America, so okay. I know it's a rock, I know it's a rock group. I know it's a right. big rock group with a long history. And they got long hair. And they got long hair. Yeah. So then Run DMC comes on and they're saying the rhyme. And I'm like, that doesn't sound like a Run DMC rhyme. Because they're just saying the Aerosmith right. lyrics, which sounds just like a hip-hop rhyme. So boom, we have that whole thing play out in right. front of us. Fast forward it to LL Cool J now yeah. in 2017. We're at the, the Kennedy Center Honors. That's just, it's mind-blowing. Wrapped up in the flag of patriotism with the starring role playing a former Navy SEAL. How about so, that? I mean, LL Cool J, the kid who came out of his basement, is now known <laughs> as the guy who plays a former Navy SEAL. Yeah. It's in, that, for us, for me, who, you know, who grew up in the culture and everything mm-hmm. else— it's everything. I would say it's got to feel good in a way to oh you. My goodness. You know, just, I mean, again, what it is, I'm a white guy, you're a black guy. It's got to feel really cool oh to like have Man. this kind of on the record books inked. Not, I mean, I hate using the case of the first because there's a lot of firsts that just we need to, to get have over. That stamp, period. But to have. To have this form of legitimacy, this form of respect, this form of achievement, 
it feels good, man. And oh and, and I'm pleased to share it with you because as a kid yes. from the 80s that skipped a lot of school, listened yeah. to a lot of LL Cool J, and used to want to get a lot of ladies like Cool J. Right. I used to think, man, that was my warm-up music, man. Mama said knock you out. Mama I said knock you out. Remember I was when... doing my hair, getting my muscles, doing my push-ups on right. my shirt, and I was looking kind of yoked, getting, going to the club on a fake Don't ID. Don't call him to come back. Just try... I've been here for years. I mean, you suckers are dead. I, I was a bad when that song came on in my yeah, car, I mean that's your thing. I wouldn't talk any shit outside the car, probably, but right? I mean in the car driving, I was. <laughs> Come on, remember when Bad came out? Oh yeah. Do you remember yeah. when LL's Bad? But I had the radio album. I had I can't live without my radio. And oh okay. Oh my okay. goodness, LL's first album. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh man, I hated him because he was so conceited. Great looking, cut up with the abs and everything, so right. I couldn't stand him. Yeah, but I kept the tape on re repeat over and over and over and over and over and over and over right. again. So kudos to him, man. Yeah, right on, man. Kudos right on. to him. And good for us, I kids listening. If, if you're between, you know, eighteen and twenty five years old, go back, go back, and listen to some of that. All right, it, I mean, LL Cool J, who hosts the <laughs> Grammys. Right. He hosts the Grammys. He's on. He's on NCIS LA. Yeah. Uh, he plays a former Navy SEAL. He has movies and everything else, right. but he is a legendary hip hop icon who had beef with Jay Z. If you want, if you need, if, <laughs> if you need confirmation, him and Jay Z, LL Cool J used to remember when he used to eat up every rapper. Oh yeah, yeah. Please remember that. Remember yeah. he used to Ice T. We have to do this another day. I, we could do this all day. In fact, I love we it. We have to do this another day because now I'm thinking about all the rappers that LL put to bed, right? And all of that stuff. Just oh man. And Dude, now they're all him. they're all at the altar, and I'm just uh, you know I'm just glad that he represents the way he does. Yeah. Because representing not only music and acting but patriotism. Uh, yeah. One hell of a cool thing. Good for and, him. Uh, I'm gonna go flashback, man. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna this afternoon. Yeah. I'm I'm just gonna put it on in my car when I drive home. You know, only thing as I'm mad at LL about is the fact that he looks like in physical condition like he does. I cannot Man. pull abs off at forty something years Have old. Have you seen his I'm workout kind of, regimen? Kind of pissed off at LL. For Have that. you seen how he works out? Yeah, he's like a beast. I'm yeah, he sure. works out like he's a, he's a, in the NFL or something. That's he, crazy. He does not mess around, and it shows. Man, at 49 to have ladies still loving. <laughs> yeah, ladies love cool James. Way to go, buddy. I think you and I need to work on that, buddy. Yeah, nah, I'm good. I'm married already. I'm not looking for nothing, so I'm good. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Joe Claire, WPGC. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.